Welcome, welcome. This week, Diceratops presents part 8 of D&D Saga, Beard to the Bone. It's definitely part 8. Pay no attention to the times in this episode where I confidently declare it's part 7. Whoops. Mascara and Jackwick's rescue mission has taken them inside the house of Craddock where they are facing down the dangerous Uncle George. Dark powers are about to get invoked. Our players are Jules Bergeser and Tom Adams. I'm Morgan Davy, the Dungeon Master. Let's dungeon some dragons. Okay, welcome back to episode number seven. Number seven of a D&D saga, Bed to the Bone. I'm Morgan Davy, the Dungeon Master, and I'm here as always for the Bed to the Bone adventures with Tom Adams. Hey, Tom. Good, good. How are we doing? We're doing pretty well. And Jules Bergeser. Hi, Jules. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hey. <laughs> First game of the year. First game of 2021. <laughs> Um, it's a pretty exciting one. So we're gonna we're gonna begin 2021 with um, the words that every gamer loves to hear, which is roll for initiative. Um, so while you are rolling for initiative, I will just remind you and everyone of what's going on. You're in a corridor in the house of Craddock, where the mysterious and sinister Uncle George has shown himself. Um, he is keeping someone in a tower you're at the bottom of the tower on a spiral staircase um but there is this little little hallway and uncle george has summoned dark tentacles of pain to punish uh punish punish i've already forgotten his name peter young peter um the nice brother and uh peter has been writhing in agony which caused um mascara stormfighter leap from cover interposing herself uh, and demanding that Uncle George knock it off already. I can't remember the cool words that you said, um, but I'm sure <laughs> everyone who listened to the last episode can jump back and listen to that again so they can remind themselves because it was pretty cool. Um, and that's where we are, where Uncle George is not happy, um, Mascara is not happy, uh, Peter is not happy, and um, currently Jackwick Gambleson is on the stairs um, out of view of Uncle George, and I don't know how happy you are, Jackwick. How happy are you? <laughs> uh, Jackwick is uh, quietly, quietly happy. <laughs> quietly happy. <laughs> All right, Uncle George's initiative role is happening. Oh, well... I rolled a three, so it's not looking good for Uncle George. Um, Mascara, how? Oh, you're you're chewing, Tom. No, no, you're all right. No, no. I've got an eight. An eight for Jackwick and Mascara. I got a dirty twenty. A dirty twenty. Well, um, you're right there in the middle of things, in the thick of things. So. Um, Let's go to you and um, just zoom down into Mascara's situation. Tell us a little bit about um, your your feelings in the moment and then tell us what you're doing and we'll start rolling some dice and figure out how that goes. I think she's like feeling pretty kind of cross and emotional because this has been a weird time <laughs> uh, sort of from start to finish and she's not really sure like who the bad guys are or like if she's the bad guy or like if the bad guys are so bad after meeting Peter and stuff. So it's like, she's just confused. But this person tried to hurt somebody that she, you know, got along with. So that makes it very clear all of a sudden in Mascara's mind. She's just like, bad guy. And just the full force of all of her frustration and everything is just firing out at him. So she's going to go full Thunder Wave, my wow. friend. All right. 
Yeah, which is not, you know, full for Thunderwave because <laughs> she's she's a rogue. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's what she wants to do, though. Can he roll a, a, a constitution saving throw? He please? can, and his roll is going to land on a 20 and then teeter off that 20 and land on a 2. So he's going to fail his constitution roll quite substantially. What happens? Uh, so basically, like, this big thunderous kind of crazy boom erupts out from mascara as she throws her arms away from herself throwing him away from her as well and pummeling him with 11 points of what is it force damage i think yeah yeah um cool he he uh goes flying backwards um does, does he end up prone or is it does he keep his feet no, it just says pushed away. It doesn't yeah. say like pushed down. Cool. Okay, so he 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 keeps his feet. He's pretty pretty spry and and uh, deft on his feet for such an old hunched bent over guy. Um, but he he's knocked back and his hair kind of goes flying as um, his uh, little walking stick that he's leaning on goes out of his hand and and rattles along the floor and he's kind of leaning against the wall for balance and uh, he, he just grimaces at you and he's got teeth missing and um, just uh, he looks at you with an expression of utmost hatred. Um, you can see gathering around him is this nimbus of dark energy because he is like you were wondering, are these guys bad guys really before? Well, yeah, absolutely. This just radiates everything that is wrong and nightmarish and horrible, and you can kind of feel it on your skin. The tentacles yeah. that are wrapping around Peter near you kind of retreat into themselves as um, he prepares to throw something back at you. But before he gets that opportunity, Jackwick, you're next in the initiative order. So what are you going to do? Um, <clears throat> Jackwick is going to... Um, uh, he's just going to, I guess, stroll around the corner. Um, how, how far was he away? Um, I think he was like 10 feet away initially. And he, did he get blown another 20, did you say? <laughs> nice. So we'll, we'll call it 30 feet. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, so Jackwick is going to um, pop around the corner and say, Penny for your thoughts. And then uh, he's going to cast um, Dissonant Whispers on him. And he's to make a wisdom saving nice. throw. Right, and uh, this saving throw is a little bit better. It's a well, it's a fourteen. Still going to miss, isn't it? Uh, I believe it is going to miss. Uh, yeah. Yep, uh, fifteen is my spell save DC. Yeah. So he's going to take five d six damage. Uh, so he's going to take thirteen. Oh, that's a very poor uh, roll there for for um, that. But he's also going to have to now um, move away from me as as far as he can. Right. He just uses re uh, yeah, uses reaction to move as far away as the speed allows me. Cool. All right. So so he took some damage. Thirteen damage, did you say? Yep. Yep. Cool. Okay. So um, the the whispers are playing around him, and you see him kind of glancing left and right, and his his eyes are um, widening as you've inter interfered with the situation even more. Now there are two of you between him and his wayward nephew. Um, and he's kind of just walking backwards as he looks at you. He's he's um, not pleased about how any of this is going. Um, hmm. It's his turn. Oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? 
Okay, I think the first thing he's going to do is um, he uh, throws his arms down and there is suddenly a, uh, like this treacly thickness fills the air between you and him. Um, it's, you know, that sensation when you're in a dream of you want to run away, you want to run towards something and you just can't quite lift your feet properly. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's like that you're just stuck in this horrible, um, thickness and it's so unpleasant. The mechanical effect is it's like difficult terrain. So half speed. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a mess, like this warping energy between you and him. And when he's on the other side of all this. I think he is going to throw one of one of his spells. He's going to throw a spell at. Going to throw a spell at you, Jackwick. Um, can I get you, please, to give me a wisdom saving throw? Uh, Jackwick is going to hold up his hand and go, "No, no, the black tentacles are already in there." Same thank you, sir. And I'm going to do a counter spell. Oh, nice. So if it is a spell of third level or lower, it just fails immediately. Is it fourth? Unless it is fourth level or higher. It is fourth level or higher, yeah. Okay, well, then I need to make a check. Uh, and I rolled an 18. So uh, that ain't going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so I just rolled a, like a 22, I think. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. No, sorry, 25. Cool. So he throws some horrific magic at you. And um, yeah, you, you just shut it down you the you you feel the kind of black energy dissolving in front of him and um the, his fury uncle george's fury increases further um peter is on his knees he's no longer in pain um he uh looks up at up at um mascara who i think is is a little bit closer to him and um says the brothers will be coming I think that's all he's going to do. He's just worried about the brothers. So, Mascara, you're next. What are you going to do? Okay. <laughs> she looks at him <laughs> and, and she's kind of like, uh, yeah, you're going to help with that? And then, like, fires, like, because they need to get up the stairs, right? Like, away mm -hmm. from this dude. So what she wants to kind of do is, at the same time as yanking him up, sort of to his feet and backing up onto the stairs. So mm -hmm. sort of moving backwards with him, fire off a um, firebolt to kind of just sort of like keep him at bay. Yep. So it's like, you stay back there, we're going this way, kind of firing. Awesome. Yeah. It sounds good to me. Do it. Okay. So. Firebolt's an attack roll, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Plus six. And that is a 16. So 22 to hit. That will hit. And then that is two D10s of damage. Holy crap, is that a 10? Yes, 15 Whoa. points of fire damage as she sort of starts backing up the stairs. Cool. Okay, so the firebolt yeah, um, just explodes against him. Um, and, uh, yeah, you see him uh, kind of utter this weird wailing sound. Uh, he's, he's in pain. He's in more pain than... Um, you think he's expressed in a very, very long time. And um, he looks frightened, actually. There's this sudden flash of fear that goes across his face, and then he clamps it down because Uncle George is made of sterner stuff than that. Um, but as he's clamping it down, it sounds like, Mascara, you are dragging Peter and heading up the stairs already. Is that right? Yeah, well, I'm aware now that Peter's in trouble whether he likes it or not. So nice. I would like to 
keep him protected behind me as much as possible. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Um, good, good, good. So uh, Peter is happy to, to work with you and, and move up the stairs. Um, Jackwick, you are still out. You're standing in the corridor. You're the last one there looking across an increasing distance now at the smouldering Uncle George whose spell against you just failed. What are you going to do? Uh, Jackwick's going to keep himself kind of <clears throat> just, I guess, make sure he doesn't get separated, but he's going to um, keep himself in between uh, Uncle George and uh, and Mascara and young Peter. Peter. Mm -hmm. And he's going to um, just keep firing Eldritch Blasts uh, at Peter. Uh, the first one's going to hit for a 23, and the next one is going to hit for a 22. Nice. All right. I just Both it must look so cool, you know, like this big fire explosion and then these color explosions shooting down the hallway at this dude who's like all like in the dark and stuff. Oh, it looks like an action scene in my head. You know, like popping out from behind the sides. Yeah. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. I can never imagine Jackwick's general kind of disregard for his own well-being. He's just kind of standing there kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's tiny. He's a small target. He's hard to hit. Yeah. It's um, probably not until Mascara goes, Jack Wack! <laughs> he even thinks about oh. moving. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah, I guess 13 I, damage. Th sorry, 13 total. Yep, 13 total uh, force damage. And I'll push him back another... Um, let's just push him back another two, another twenty feet. Okay, so he's he's um, he busts through the door that was ajar behind him, and the door stays open, and he goes into the dark room beyond. You can kind of see um, little bits of fire still on his on his clothing that are pointing out where he is. Um, so he's not happy. Um, so that uses your your main action if you want to finish your turn by heading up the stairs and not being a target for any ranged attacks from him. You can do that. Otherwise, you could stay put and. Keep at him for another round. What do you just how <clears throat> how badly damaged does he look? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's it is hard to tell. Um, but he's he's pretty he's pretty hurt, but he's not gonna like be taken out anytime soon, you don't think. Hmm. Um Jackwick is going to um yeah, he's just gonna he's gonna just step back into the into the um uh the stairwell, I right. guess. Cool. And if I get an action before before we do, he's gonna um, he's gonna use thaumaturgy to force the door that he blasted um, George through to shut. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you can you can do that. You can wait and do that. But to do that, he will get an action to retaliate retaliate against you first. Uh, I think I'll save my entropic ward. Yeah, Jack will just back back up and shut the door. No, thank you, sir. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um, so, so you're not thaumaturging the door. You're just heading up the up the stairwell. Is that right? He's just going to do it manually. Right. Um, <laughs> We're not that close. Yeah, you're not close yeah. enough to get the door where he is. Yeah. So I think it sounds like you're you're just prioritizing not being zapped by whatever he can do to you next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just cool. just backing up around the corner or, or whatever he can do. Right. Um, so further up the stairs, uh, Peter is kind of bounding up the stairs two at a time. He's um, he's breathing heavily and he, he looks pale. Um, Mascara, you're easily keeping pace with him. Um, he's he's saying, uh, Uncle George, he's immune to almost all the magic that we can do. He's, we all serve the same master. We all use the same power. He controls us. He dominates us. He can snuff us out with a look, with a word. I don't know what I'm going to do. 
Oh, good thing we didn't let him get any words out then. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, mascara is like sort of taking that in, but also very like already starting to feel around in her vest as she's running for like her favorite lock picks and nice. stuff and going through the process of like calming her mind because that was pretty like intense. So she's like yeah. running and just sort of fondling her. It's, it's probably a bit weird, but she's fondling her lock picks to just yeah. kind of calm herself because she knows turning tumblers takes concentration. So nice. yeah, she can't be a bundle of emotion right now. Cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as as you keep going up the spiral, which is going up, there are little windows nearby, and you see that you are at the the highest point in this whole structure. You are able to look out and um, see the the sky all around, and um, up and up the spiral goes. Um, Peter is kind of just talking almost to himself now, breathlessly um, talking about the brothers are going to be furious with him. They're going to be coming so close. And then um, he kind of stops and lets you um, kind of gain on him, Mascara. And um, uh, Jack, what you you catch up to him, and as you're you're kind of passing by, both of you passing by, as then he starts moving again, and he's like, "I've never seen Uncle George in so much pain and discomfort. He's going to be furious. You've wounded him," and he smiles. He's deserved yeah. a lot worse than that for a long time. Yeah, Mascara throws over her shoulder, just kind of like a grin, like even in the situation realizes that, and she's like, yeah, that's not even the worst that we can do. And like, you know, and then like heads to the door to kneel down and start concentrating. Excellent. Yeah, big door, um, big lock. This one is a, it's a much nicer, um, more recent lock than the ones that you've seen elsewhere in the house um there's actually a bit of a bit of security going on here and uh yeah you so um, nervous yeah i think jack <laughs> what you reach the top of the stairs and um you can kind of hear the sounds of footsteps echoing up the the stairwell from below multiple sets of footsteps coming and you turn and mascara is already down concentrating picks into the lock trying to get it open um peter is just just kind of watching helplessly looking over his shoulder and wondering what is going to become of him so um unless you want to intervene jackwick we're going to zoom in on mascara situation uh, jackwick's just going to quickly pat her on the shoulder and go um all right all right mascara you'll do your thing and i'll do mine i've got the highest of faith in you and he's going to cast guidance uh on her um and then he's going to step down um and kind of place himself where he's going to be able to prevent anyone from affecting her while also being able to stop anyone from getting too close mm. and his hands come up and they just start to warp and kind of shadow Ooh. nice awesome. yeah and i think because mascara is like kneeling down like she's finally kind of almost like shorter than yeah. jack work that that doesn't <laughs> happen a lot you know and so she sort of looks up to him she feels quite warm in that like she feels the guidance warm her but she also feels warm and like he's got my back we're going to be fine. Like we could never be defeated once we're as long as we're together, you know, like that, that kind of surety. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it even, even Peter is um, kind of visibly um, encouraged by the, the energy between the two of you, but he's silent <sighs> and he watches closely. All right. I'm so nervous about this role because <laughs> I feel like a lot hinges on it. I get to use my sleight of hand plus my proficiency because I'm using my thieves tools, right? 
Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So um, you also have the the secrets number as well. And I I've got and I've got the yeah. You've got the secret number to to lean on if you need oh, to. That's yeah. right. If that's I right. need to. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Because um, I'm like I could just see myself rolling a one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we, we will use sleight of hand. Can I, technically, all um, lockpick rolls should just use the um, tool proficiency by itself, but I like using sleight of hand. It feels nicer to me. So, oh, so yeah. just sleight of hand rather than the proficiency, because otherwise it would be like plus 11, which yeah, would be yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so that magic number... <laughs> Because you know how I said I had a feeling? Yeah. yeah I'd, 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 oh, no. I'd like to use my 13, please. Lucky 13. All right. <laughs> because, cause, yeah, because that was, that, was that was a five. So. <laughs> okay. So this is, this is how we're going to play it. You are working at the lock and just it doesn't, it's not going. It's not working for you. And you're trying and you're trying and there are um, steps coming and um, Jack, what you can feel them getting closer. I'm um, kind of marking off rounds on my little, little ticker over here. And then mascara, you, you calm and you pause and you get ready. And what, what was the, what was the thing that you needed to see? Was it the color red? Or was no, that it, was the, it was following the light. Following the so light. I, yeah. So I close my eyes yeah. and then like concentrate on the light that I felt when, you know, when Jack work, like, and it's weird yep. because he's normally dark, but I yeah. felt the lightness. So I concentrating on it as yeah. I like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. I like it. You, you're concentrating on that light. You use your, um, you, you feel the, the presence of the camel and the camel's um, guidance of the future. And you're suddenly, oh yeah, this is, this is, this is what the camel saw. This is the moment and your eyes open and you um, are feeling that light from before and also looking right through the, um, the lock. You can see a tiny light from the other side of the door penetrating through. And just yes. as you focus on that, um, your, what's, what's your total of that 13? Uh, so 13 plus eight. So yeah. 31. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic the lock clicks and the handle goes and the door swings open um cool so um you've got a couple of rounds before the people coming up the stairs are going to be at the top so there's not terribly much time uh jackwick you're outside at the top of the stairs ready for trouble to come the door swings open mascara you step inside and you can see that there is a um, a little magical lantern. It's basically just a, a stone um, with light glowing from it with a little shade to cover it and a um, very simple um, mattress of straw on the floor. Not much else to speak of in terms of um, decorations in this room. Um, but obviously the main thing that you've come to see is, um, <clears throat> is the uh, inhabitant, the prisoner, and they have kind of these these um, uh, old raggedy cloak that's wrapped about them, and they look up as they see you, and stand. And as they do, mascara, you recognise. Now I'm going to have to ask you who this person is, because I I know their relationship to you. This is the first person that ever broke mascara's heart. Oh, okay. 
So I don't know if you instantly know who this person is or you need a moment to figure it out, but um, yeah. Um, I think, you know, like it's, it's like that thing where you go on a job with somebody that you think is kind of cool and is going to like show you how to do things and show you how things work and they're nice to you and they, you know, like it's, it's, it's almost mentory kind of relationship. Um, but there's that moment where you get like locked in the closet with them, you know, and, and you're waiting for like the people to walk past and you have this like awkward, like, hi, hi, (laughs) how are you kind of conversation, you know, like that's, that's how they met only um, it was only if, you know, a few glorious months, like she like, you know, golden memories of months of times that they thieved together. But it was only a few months after that he took off with the whole loop, you know, and left her high and dry. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, so this this person, it's a, it's a he? <laughs> uh, yes, it is a he. Yeah. Yep. Sure. I think that works for mascara. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so he uh, looks at you in just astonishment, and um, his his voice is cracking, and he says, "You came! I can't believe you came!" And Mascara has that moment where she wants to, like, part of her wants to run to him grab him, like kiss him, hug him like she used to because she's been worried about him because she hasn't seen him in like forever. And then the other part of her wants to go over there and slap him across the face for what he did to her. He left her. It was her first time she was ever caught as well. So like she had her heart broken. She was caught like everything was bad. So, you know, she kind of has this moment where she just stands there completely like, unable to decide which reaction to do yeah <laughs> cool um so you you stand there and look um <clears throat> peter um who's back in the in the kind of landing with jackwick turns to jackwick and says i think miss is mesmerized or something she's she's stopped she's frozen uh jackwick kind of frowns um <laughs> then turns around and goes you're right there, Mascara. And she's like, give me just one minute. <laughs> now, we might have 12. Um, I'll see what I can do. And mm-hmm. he, um, he takes a couple of steps down and just starts firing. Um, he does a, starts just firing Eldritch Blasts down the, the corridor just to kind of blast chunks off the wall and basically slow people down. Right, yeah, yeah. So and Suppressing um, fire, effectively. Yeah, there is, yeah. Um, there are, uh, the, there's a sound of um, the older brother that you met before, Vincent. Um, his, his voice um, echoes up after the Eldritch Blasts settle. Um, and he says, whoever you are up there, there's no way down. And there's no way out for you. You can just... Come down easily and we can talk about this. Whoever you are, I would think very carefully before trying to get into a conversation with me. Now, there may be no way for us to get down, but there is certainly no way for you to get up. So I would stay right there, please. Okay, can I have an intimidation roll from you, Jack Wick? I know this is something you're rather good at, so I'm expecting a decent result. Yeah, I mean, it's a 24, so... 24, all right. <laughs> okay. Okay. <sighs> 
Okay, you hear um, Vincent murmuring to another brother, and and um, then he calls out, "Just, just think about, just wait right there." Um, he's completely lost the control of the of the moment. You're, I mean, you can't go anywhere, but it doesn't sound like they're going to be coming up anytime soon, which does give you a minute, mascara. Um, how are you going yeah. to use it? What are you going to do? So she, because that's what she threw over her shoulder, yeah. and that's what popped out of her mouth. There's like this instant, just give me a minute. Like, kind of <laughs> Jackie period. takes it literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, well, I've got you've got sixty seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and she walks into the room and she tosses her hair because she's very conscious of the fact that she probably looks like she's just been in a fight. So yeah. she's annoyed at the fact that she doesn't look good for the situation as well. <laughs> Um, tosses her hair, kind of crosses her arms and taps her foot and is like, I know you think this sounds like a hopeless situation, but I got in here, didn't I? So I can get you out, but you have about 30 seconds to tell me why I should. Um, because deep down, fundamentally, you care about people. He's got you there, Mascara. <laughs> <laughs> Mascara's like, fine, we can deal with this later. Ugh, I did only have about a minute. I suppose I've used about a minute of it. Hang on a minute. I think I've got a few seconds left. And she walks up and she does slap him across the face. And she's, <laughs> and she's like, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> and, then, and then she he, goes back out. He's holding his cheek and he nods uh, a figure, a figure that's right. <laughs> yeah and she shouts out to jack wick How, how's the situation out there mate very good question hello down there how's the situation with you you hear another voice from below um and vincent has made way for uncle george and uncle george calls out gambleson jack wick gambleson that's who you are isn't it Son of Gamble, that would be right. Fancy you coming here. <laughs> I've had people following you around from time to time when they could find you. That seems like a mistake. Oh, not my mistake. No, you've been a great help to me and mine. Well, that was not my intention, sir, and I hope that that does not continue to be. So I'll be keeping an eye out around myself and around my others. And you better hope I don't find anyone. Because you know what I can do? I can come back here. And if I do, well, you won't be coming up here any more time soon. Ah, uh, Jack Gambleson. I don't even know if you know what you do to the world. Do you? Well, I've got an inkling. What? Dead birds. <laughs> the trouble with you runs a lot deeper than that. <laughs> you leave a little scar in the world itself when you go walking. And all kinds of things can come pushing through in your wake. And they do with a little bit of help. Demon here, a devil there. All kinds of helpers. <laughs> I've got a whole buzzing lot of them that came through one of the gaps that you left. This whole operation relies itself on you to an extent right now. I should be putting you on retainer. 
Well, there's one thing I do know about scars, sir, and that is that they do fade after time. Now, I expect I will be soon retracing my steps and looking back on what's been happening. Now, I can't change who I am or what I am at this moment, but I can change the things that are happening. And, sir, you will no longer have power over my, over the actions that I have. You will no longer take advantage of what I am. I gave, I gave up my soul for this. And I will not have someone take advantage of it. I would give myself up again in a thousand times if I could. Mascara comes out and she lays a hand sort of on Jack Quick as he's saying this because she's like finished her conversation around the same time. And she's like, besides, he's not scared of you. He's seen what's under the bed. Um, As soon as you say that, that (laughs) as soon as you say that, the your your the captive spins and steps forward and says you've seen what's under the bed i've written what's under the bed but it's dangerous it's terrifying under there turns out there's something more terrifying outside of there but steffi and i got along and now i'd like to meet him again well, that's what this is all about. And he puts a hand on your on your shoulder, Jackwick, and he pulls you into the room. And you see behind the door, there is um, opposite from where there's that little straw mattress that has been hastily cobbled together. There is a, a beautiful, large bed with a shadowy underneath. And he says, that's where I'm meant to sleep. They want me to sleep there so the monsters will come. They're trying to get the monsters from under the bed. That's what this is all about for them. And uh, you see Jackwick's face kind of very, he just kind of, I guess, been confronted with his, with his own everything. <laughs> uh, but his face kind of just breaks out into, into happiness. And he goes, oh, my stars. Yeah, Mascara goes, oh, oh, no. <laughs> like, at the same time. <laughs> and Jack Quick runs over and he reaches behind him and just slams the door behind him yep. and then uh, runs over his pops his head underneath and goes Steffi <laughs> is that you underneath the bed something moves and long arms start to come out claws horrific monstrous claws well actually it's only one claw I think we've decided Steffi only reaches out one claw at a time one claw comes out and it wraps around Jack Quick and gives you a nice warm hug and then behind this monster the the bed seems to rise and this swirling gate opens up a gate into the underbed dimension if you want to take it it could be a way out of here but i'm going to ask you to think about that between this episode of the next one because we're pretty much out of time so it's a cliffhanger thank you tom <laughs> And oh wow. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jules. Oh, Aroha Nui, I'm terrified. <laughs> Yay! Oh, I'm wow. uh, Morgan. This is Diceratops Dead to the Bone, and we're signing off. Bye! Bye! <laughs> this has been Diceratops Presents Bed to the Bone, part eight. Repeat part eight. Every Bed to the Bone episode is also on YouTube, so if you want to see our great facial expressions, you can find us there at Diceratops NZ. 
Diceratops NZ is also how you find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Do sign up for our email newsletter at diceratops.nz. And hey now, hey now, don't dream about forgetting your tickets for our live shows at the Wellington Fringe Festival in March. Three shows on successive Saturday nights, DMD Live. Don't dream it's ogre. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends to join the fun. I'm Morgan Davey. We are Diceratops. We love games and our shows are for everyone. 